Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where I help passionate entrepreneurs condense an hour of business research into 22 minutes of powerful conversations filled with knowledge, stories, and advice to help you achieve your one-year goal in 90 days. From national stages to your earbuds, I'm here to tell you that it's possible to have a profitable and sustainable business without the fear of overwhelm and uncertainty that comes with being an entrepreneur. It's all mojo and none of the fluff. It's time to get motivated in 22 minutes. All right. Welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlon. This is our brand performance podcast. Now, today our performance conversation is with a really awesome individual. We have Kyle Steele with us. Kyle brings an inspirational tone. He shares his experience for how to differentiate yourself in the marketplace by storytelling and connecting to your audience. So I know right now you're already getting chills because this is the episode for you. I always like to say that Kyle sprinkles fun into the leasing industry which he says is boring, but that is a direct way that Kyle differentiates himself and increases sales. So Kyle, welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much, Marlo. I I appreciate you saying that. And I always tell people, my tagline is that I'm the most interesting man in leasing. And I say that because I'm not that interesting that the leasing industry is so boring. So I I sincerely appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, Totally. Okay. So for those that are not aware, and I mean, like it's common sense to you, but describe in like a minute or less, what is the leasing industry? So somebody's listening to this, they understand. Yep. So let's say that you own a commercial farm or you're a farmer, you need a John Deere tractor. You go in, you can either pay cash for it, or you can lease or finance that over three, five, seven years. That's where we come in. We handle the commercial leasing or commercial finance on that. There's some additional tax benefits on top of, uh, or that differentiates yourself from a bank. And so we are the lessor, which is the person that's actually leasing that equipment to the person who needs that John Deere tractor or Caterpillar or whatever equipment they need for their business. Okay. So that's really helpful. So anybody, you know, so that's kind of, that's kind of what you do, but you do so much more than that because we talk about, you know, how you differentiate yourself in the marketplace. So take us, you know, what your really core focus is in that leasing industry. Like how are you serving at your highest in that space right now? So we consider ourselves, and more, we consider ourselves the champion of small business. And Marla, you know, in working with small businesses, that there's so much help that they need. And that can be a million things. That can be accounting. That can be marketing. That can be us financing a piece of equipment to them. We consider ourselves the champion of small business and really try to get to the core of what they're doing and how we can help. And some of that is revenue generating. Some of that is not revenue generating. And a lot of the finance world really concentrates on that revenue generating piece as opposed to just helping small businesses. And I think over the past 12 to 18 months, especially, you look at how small businesses have just taken it on the chin, no fault of their own. They were closed and couldn't do business. No time in our history have we ever been so appreciative of small businesses and the small businesses of their customers as well. It's a very intimate relationship and going local has to be intentional, right? And so how can that small business really compete with the big, you know, with with the big Wall Street players, the big corporate players? How can we help them differentiate themselves and how can we help them get ahead and really stand out amongst their competition in a sea of same? So part of it is leasing. A lot of it is helping them stand out with different tips, tricks, tactics, and also financial solutions 
that help them really get out in front of their competition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you differentiate by telling stories and connecting to an audience. Can you give us, because I mean, you are the one minute Wednesday founder. Do you want to describe what that is? And then tell us a little bit how that directly speaks to, uh, to these people who want to increase their connection. Absolutely. So when, when I started my, my digital marketing firm, I, I started in Valley Junction, Iowa, right? It's part of West Des Moines. It's a, a really cool community, Main Street, Americana at its finest. When I started, I actually, I, I left the corporate world, started my own business and knew nothing about digital marketing. But I knew that that's where people's attention was. And before I started, you know, anything with search engine optimization, with LinkedIn, with anything else, I walked up and down the street, all 85 businesses in Valley Junction, introduced myself and asked them what they needed help with. Because that's the thing that I think we, we really miss. We look at the, the tactics and the tasks to, to actually accomplish things as opposed to really getting to know at an intimate level who your target audience is. So I went and introduced myself to every single business owner, invited them to a marketing to a marketing seminar. And I knew nothing about digital marketing or, or very little, but I knew that if I invited them, that would put me on, you know, on check that I had to come correct and know my stuff within a month so I could put this training on. So that's the first thing oh that God. I did. That's yeah. phenomenal though. I mean, as anybody's listening to like how you got started, because that's always the thing. I mean, literally that it was that simple. Like you said, 85 businesses, you were in a niche market and you just said, what do you need? Period. What do you need? What do you need help with? I'm putting yeah. on a marketing seminar and they showed up. That's, that's the thing, wow. Marlo, right? Like I wow. brought in donuts. I'm like, I don't know how many people are going to show up. They showed up. And, and, and that really forced a, 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 a decision point for me that if I wanted, I could either embarrass myself in a month or I could put on one hell of a training. And I put on one hell of a training and that really forced myself to go in I worked, you know, 18 hours really digesting all things digital marketing and they came. The other part, so I, I, I started this business and for the first time in my life, I sat down and I said, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, <laughs> right? That's, wow. a, yeah. that's a, I think we can all relate to that when you start your own business. Like, yeah, it's great to have that dream. It's great to take a shot on yourself, but you sit in a desk for the first time and you have nobody else to answer to. You clean slate. Clean <laughs> slate. That's right. And you're like, oh crap. Yeah. What do I? Where do I start? Right. Where do I start? So I started by by meeting all of the, you know my target audience in person and asking what they needed help with. The the other part was I was a marketing company and I had zero marketing budget. And at that time, I had noticed that LinkedIn Video had just came out. So. I knew that I needed to capitalize on undervalued attention and LinkedIn video was where it's at. Now we've all been on LinkedIn now and, and your feed is very full of video, but this is, you know, 2017, this is four years ago and there wasn't a lot of video on LinkedIn. Nobody really embraced it. They had on other social platforms. So I literally sat down and came up with one minute Wednesday. And I'd like to say that it was, you know, some epiphany or, or something, you know, really, you know, created that. But I literally read an article that the, the optimal time for video is one minute. So I said, okay, one minute Wednesday, it's catchy. I'll just try it. And I had a Bob Ross shirt on. I, I did my first one minute Wednesday about Bob Ross. 
I, you could see my nose hairs. It was a terrible video, but, and it took me 86 takes, but I got through it and I put that first video out and I thought this is going to go viral. It's going to embarrass, you know, everybody. But what I discovered was 95% of people love you and want to cheer you on. Those other 5%, they're going to be haters. They're, they're never really going to, going to come around to it, but it really unleashed the power of storytelling. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, and that is such a key. Now, I think a lot of people don't see themselves as storytellers, Kyle. So, I mean, how can you get down to like the most basic component of telling a story that really resonates or makes an impact? Yeah. And and something about storytelling, right? I I know people like to to write books, like it's some new idea, but when you think about it, Marlo, 10,000 years ago, all we had as human beings was a fire and stories. (laughs) right? Mm. That's how we learn. That's how we educate each other. So it's primal. And that's why storytelling is always so powerful because it's in our DNA as humans to gravitate towards storytelling. You can, you can talk about statistics all you want, you know, and I always call them scare-tistics because people try to scare you into things, right? You tune out as soon as you start hearing people dropping stats. And so when it comes to storytelling, just know, that it's natural and it comes natural to human beings. If you can embrace that and put that in your mind, that's that's kind of step one. Now, step two for me is, is really, I love history. I love people. I love hearing about their stories, just like you do, Marlo, right? And if you can weave that, you know, some part of what you're really passionate about into practical advice and to really drive home that point at the end, then you're always going to win. So people love to hear stories about what, so let's talk about, let's, for example, if it's somebody's business, so they make custom glass artware, right? Which is, you know, really, really cool. And I don't really know a lot about glass art, but if you can show us the process and and document the story of how you made it, or if you can tell us about the story behind why you're making that and who you're making it for, you know, there's all those cliches, people buy from people, right? So tell the story about people, tell the story about how you helped this person, tell a story about how somebody overcame, you know, a, a lot of challenges. So if you can present a challenge, how they overcame it, there's just so many ways. But if you're telling a story about people, you're always going to win because it's part of our DNA. Well, I think what you're saying there is like, you're inviting them in. Right. It's kind of like you open up the, the front door. Here's the welcome mat and you're invited in. And because you are a storyteller, there's something there's, you know, an element about that story that invites people in, either makes them feel comfortable, empowers them, you know, includes them, shows them that they're no different than anybody else. You know, there's multiple ways that I think those stories can resonate. Is that what you're what you're saying? 100% kind of go behind the scenes. You know, you, you had a gentleman on your podcast on um, here recently who was from a small town in Pennsylvania, right? I could picture that. And most of us are very visual people, right? And so if yeah. you can help them picture that situation, and I think, you know, his, his story, and I'm paraphrasing, probably screwing this up, Marlo, but you can, you know, always, always correct me, but he grew up in a small town in Pennsylvania and he thought starting his own business was his only way out. So he dropped out of high school. I can visualize that. I can visualize for me, my family was born and raised in Central City, Iowa. So I I picture that, right? And I I go to it. So we're very visual in our minds and in how we connect. And the reason why I started with Bob Ross was because Bob Ross 
was a drill sergeant in the U.S. Air Force for 20 years. If I gave you a hundred guesses on what Bob Ross did before Joy of Painting, Marlo, would you ever have guessed that? <laughs> Never. That's the first time I'm hearing it, Kyle. So, I mean, I'm just kind of giggling internally because I'm like, what? Wow. Right. I did not it's know like, that. <laughs> it, it's it's mind-blowing, right? When yeah, you think it about it. And, and, and so you take that and now anytime, you know, anytime that you see Bob Ross, you're going to connect Bob Ross to me because I just told you that story, right? And so that's a way to be memorable. And so taking those stories, you know, one of my favorite One Minute Wednesdays was about the the uh, creator of Flaming Hot Cheetos. He was a janitor with a fourth grade education. And the CEO came in and said, think like an owner. Everybody else rolled their eyes, right? And if the Frito-Lay plant. And he was, you know, he was a, a Hispanic immigrant. And so he went out and on the sales routes and noticed that they had plain ruffles, plain Cheetos, plain Lay's. He said, no. So he took some elote, the spice that you put on Mexican street corn, dusted some, some Cheetos and presented it to him. Now he's no longer sweeping floors, right? That was the creator of Flaming Hot Cheetos. And Marlo, the thing about content, the thing about stories is they're all around us. And the, the biggest fear that I had when I started One Minute Wednesday was, what am I going to do next week? Well, here I am four years later, right? And I still, I have a whole entire list of topics on my whiteboard behind me, about 15 deep, because I'll listen to a podcast and I'll pick up a, a, a nugget here. I'll watch a show. I'll have a conversation with somebody. Content and stories are all around. You've just got to be curious and even though, yes, I, I do pride myself as a very good speaker, God gave it, you know, one mouth and two ears for a reason. Shut up and let people tell that story to you. And you can really absorb it and come away with some amazing nuggets. Oh, my gosh. And and yeah, and just the way I think that you're bringing this forward, Kyle, and just helping us understand and the power, like you said, you're doing these one minute like little drips and nuggets about these stories. I had no idea that that's how the Hot Cheeto story. I mean, that's amazing. And now, yeah, every day we're, we're learning something new. And I think these stories can teach us that as well. So very, very powerful. Um, okay, so I want to leverage a little bit here. Um, Let's talk a little bit, though, like when you're talking about differentiating in the marketplace, because they're just like a huge sea of people. Is there any like advice that you have for somebody who's really trying to, to differentiate or maybe knocking their head up against the wall saying, you know, I'm trying it, but what am I really supposed to do? Do you have any advice? Absolutely. Look at what your competition is doing and think what would happen if I did the opposite of that? So for instance, let's say that you're in insurance and your, your competitors are consistently posting about the top five reasons why you should have insurance. Throw the industry under the bus. Say, hey, did you read that post about you know the, the insurance industry? Yeah, I fell asleep too. Here's what you actually need to know about insurance, right? Don't be afraid to throw your industry under the bus a little bit. Now I'm not saying to be a jerk or to be disrespectful. However, you can't be, you can't differentiate without being different, right? And I think that that is really what, you know, I, I bring every Wednesday and, and on LinkedIn is just being different than everybody else out there. It's a sea of same, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah. for instance, look, look at your competition. Like if they're on Instagram, if they're on Instagram, why aren't you on Snapchat? It's the same demographic, the same people that use Instagram use Snapchat. So why don't you go there? Why don't you be different and do different things than the rest of your competition? 
You know who's going to make fun of you? The 5% of people who are never going to be happy with what you're doing. You know who's going to love you? Those 95% of people. The Marlo Higgins, your biggest cheerleader out there who loves positivity, right? right? Come and be different than the rest of your competition. And don't be afraid to shake it up a little bit. You know, and, and I, I look, I see it so often where you see it too, Marlo, where you go through and you see the posts and your posts on LinkedIn are killer, by the way. Like they're always like thought provoking and visually appealing. I just wanted to give you that. Thank you. Really quick <laughs> we love LinkedIn. Yeah. 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 And anytime I scroll through, you know, and I just, I see it and your brand is just aesthetically pleasing. Like I just love it. Right. And so you stand out because you're different. You're doing things different than, than a lot of your competitors, right? Everybody wants to talk about what we can do, what we can do for you. And, and you know what? The whole point of content is this. When there's an itch, you're the one they call the scratch. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yep. You're just top of mind all the time. That's really interesting too. And yes, and you're right. I mean, we take that kind of that maverick approach, which is the unbridled spirit and the past of most resistance, right? We don't go to easy, but we go to power, you know, and, you know, teaching people just to kind of how to embrace that and how to be within them their, themselves, which has the greatest impact. So I love what you're saying there. And okay, so here's another thing too. You know, what's the difference between like influence and differentiation? on if you're in the marketplace like let's talk about influence for a minute how can you influence more people um do you have any advice for us in that space yeah so influence and people within like in in what sense like your your prospects or within the industry yeah just like, like to get more followers okay so if you have a like a you know a, a solid brand but you want to gain more influence within the brand is there a certain way i mean based on your knowledge Kyle of how to gain more influence is that possible it absolutely is and i'm going to make this really simple marlo ask and be extremely clear. Tell your audience exactly what you want them to do. I always say that customers and prospects are like husbands. You have to be extremely clear on what you want <laughs> us to do. <laughs> I, I hear you chuckling because you can probably relate to that one, yeah, right? Yeah. And so when, when it comes to when you have a post, you know, follow a hey, follow one minute Wednesday for, for more tips and tricks. Connect with me. Um, be part of my my tribe, right? Follow us, join us on Clubhouse tonight. Have a very clear call to action and ask people, give them permission because there's this, there's this weird psychological effect where people see you on video and they think that you're you're bigger or you know yeah. Yeah. more famous yes. than right? you really are, right? Like yeah, yeah. Well, you're gaining credibility, but I think that because. Um, people see you putting yourself out there. And I think because you do that or you take that action, you seem like a really big persona. And I think that's where that connection comes from when in essence, we're just people, right? We're really no different than you. We're just approaching things or just having, you know, the boldness to take the action. That's, that's exactly right. And so if you want to influence, if you want to be a thought leader within your industry, like get over this, you know, imposter syndrome, just get over it. You have value. You have value. And if you're bringing a different perspective than somebody else, then darn it, 
you are a thought leader now. Like it doesn't take much. You don't need to call. I mean, Marla, we remember the days where it's like you were either on TV, you were either on the radio, or you didn't exist as a thought leader in your industry, right? Right. You, you're as valuable as you are visible. And so yep. if you if you want to be considered a thought leader, you need to be visible and you need to be in front of your audience and you need to be bringing some kind of value each and every week, if not day. And, and get over the fact that not everybody's going to read your stuff because some Wednesdays I bring value to, let's just say carpenters. And then the next week, you know, it's going to be for, for CEOs. Like you're never going to be all things to all people. So what's your niche? How can you add value? And you've got to be visible. You've got to show up. And your first post is not going to be nearly as popular as your, you know, 700th. I mean, I, I look at my LinkedIn network. I started with about 800. Now I'm over, you know, over 4,000. But that 4,000, I pride myself on because I can sell to them. They can sell to me or we can connect each other to people that can help. Right. And that's how you build a real good tribe. And I always tell people, don't look at followers on posts, look at engagement, right? Yes. Look at the engagement yes. on that post. It's not about followers. It's about engagement. Well, and here's the thing too, Kyle, you know, and I think this is just, you know, for anybody listening, you know, um, I feel like I know you and I've yet, I've never met you, right? I mean, so <laughs> isn't that kind of an oddity, but because you are so visible and you bring such value, I just know that like, you're my person right? I highly relate to you. It's easy for me to, to connect to you. And I think that's really what you're saying. And it's that simple. I mean, we don't even have to know these people, but you kind of naturally gain influence and attract them because you're just being you and you kind of resonate with this level of synergy that others are relating to. I love that. I remember our first conversation, Marlo. It's like, I feel like I, I, like we've been friends for, you know, 15 years, right? right? Because you, you've, <laughs> yeah. you've gotten to know each other through, yes. through being visible. And that's yes. what it's about. And, and that's, you know, this as well as I do to walk into a business meeting where you don't even have to do introductions. And somebody says, Oh my gosh, this feel, I feel like I've known you for years. Isn't yeah. that a beautiful spot wow. to start your sales funnel in? Total validation right there. Um, yeah, I, I totally, that's incredible. And you're absolutely right. So yeah, that's a validator. If you do walk into the room and that means you're kind of doing something right, because if somebody can say that, you know, there is something right there that you need to wear your hat on. So love it. Okay. So um, we're kind of coming to the end of our episode. This goes so fast. Um, what kind of, um, you know, direction? So you're going into the summer months. People, do they take their foot off the pedal from a marketing standpoint visibility. Like, what is your recommendation as people are entering this next few seasons of the year? The next few seasons. So never take your foot off the pedal, right? Yeah. The best time to post content was 20 years ago or however that Buffett, you know, quote goes, right? Yeah. The second best time is now. I'm going to say this, people buy from people. It's a cliche um, that's as old as time because it's true. The summer months are the best time to allow people to connect with you on a personal level. When you go on vacation with your family, post that. Let us know about your dog. Let us know where you went. Let us know how you relaxed. Let us know what you did for fun. Did you catch a big fish? Did you go on the beach? What did you do? This is the optimum time for business owners, salespeople, anybody who wants to connect with their audience. This is the best time to let them into who you are personally. Right. There's this there's this, you know, business life, home life separation. Nope. It's all one anymore in today's world. 
let us into who the real you is over these months. That's what I just can't stress enough. And you know what? Saturdays and the weekends are a great time for you to post who, who, you know, kind of yeah. home, home yeah. Marlo is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like what we do is an extension of who we are is basically what you're saying. So there's not like a switch that you flip on and off. It's just, you just show up differently and we all know, and we need to be celebrating that and then, you know, and bringing people into that world. So thank you for the permission. If anybody needed that Kyle, um, in what you're sharing, cause I, I too, I totally get that and I love it. And I think you're spot on with it. Okay. So how can we connect to you? Where can we Let- find you? Yep. Go on LinkedIn, search Kyle Steele or the most interesting man in leasing, or just search hashtag one O N E minute Wednesday. And you will see all my content popped up. The man with the face made for radio still making videos to this day, Marlo. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. You are just amazing. I love your one minute Wednesdays. I mean, all kinds of stuff. You talk about Budweiser, Cheetos. I mean, like you said, there's just a plethora of knowledge out there. So thank you for that. Absolutely. And if you're wondering where to start, beer and Cheetos were my two most popular one minute Wednesdays. So don't (laughs) overthink it. (laughs) Oh my God, what a great place to land. All right. So we invite you to share this podcast and thank you in advance for your partnership. And if you enjoyed this episode at Lefty Feeling Inspired, please get over to our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page. That's where we will engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach passionate entrepreneurs like you to achieve complete confidence and clarity to reach your one-year goal in 90 days. Learn how you can get more done in less time with my number one proven formula for consistency and clarity. Simply go to go.marlohiggins.com to download. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. 